The appearance of Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live was heavily, heavily anticipated, but did it meet the hype? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to talk about all things Elon Musk, as well as to help break down the word chuggy, and I promise there is a connection, is our intrepid culture reporter, Aaron Carson. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So Elon Musk hosted Saturday Night Live this weekend. Uh, full disclosure, I watched the opening monologue and I watched the very first sketch, Gen Z Hospital, and then I immediately tuned up because it started to get really cringy and I didn't want to waste my time. But I know you soldiered on and watched a vast, vast majority of the show. So how was it? Yeah. So, you know, this is kind of an interesting moment. I think that on the SNL, we're more used to seeing people from the entertainment industry, uh, you know, assume the mantle of host. And so to have Elon Musk as this sort of, you know, cultural figure and tech giant come on and, uh, I think give people a little bit more open look at his personality was was kind of interesting. He appeared in most of the sketches. He did a monologue as kind of traditionally one does. Um, and yeah, did everything from play himself in a sketch to uh, play Wario from <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other stuff in between. So the it, it was interesting because, you know, you, you mentioned most of these hosts are, are entertainers or comedians, uh, you know, TV or movie actors, and, and this is a, a tech executive, and it sort of shows you about the, the cult of personality there. I know there was some backlash ahead of the show when he was announced, and even some of the, the cast members of SNL, you know, threw a little bit of shade at him. Can you talk a little bit about what what that was and like why there was that backlash? Sure. So, you know, we know that Elon Musk is no stranger to controversy. And in more recent times, you know, he's kind of uh, provoked criticism and whatnot for some comments that he made regarding the vaccine. And so, you know, there was, as you mentioned, this kind of flap with multiple cast members um, throwing shade at him and other folks just kind of questioning uh, the decision to at this moment in time, gives such a broad platform to someone who had, you know, made these types of comments. Um, I think he has, like, walked some of those back since, um, we should say, but that kind of, yeah, created a, 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 a setup for some controversy, you know, right before he was going to uh, take on the show. Yeah, no, obviously that controversy was probably what SNL was banking on since you know they announced ahead of the episode that this thing would be broadcast internationally it would be live streamed internationally so they're expecting a huge audience what exactly did we learn about musk from the show well, one of the most notable revelations came in his uh, monologue where he talked about how he had Asperger's, and that's something that we did not know before. Um, and he kind of, you know, threw that in with a lot of, you know, kind of jokes and lighthearted comments. Um, at one point, he joked that the way that you spell his son's name is pronounced like cat running across a keyboard. <laughs> right, <laughs> you right. Know? So, um, so, yeah, those were kind of, a, a, you know, a couple of the, the moments that if you were on Twitter or somewhere like on Saturday Night Live, you might have seen those topics cropping up. And one thing we have to talk about when we're talking about Elon Musk is Dogecoin. He's the, the godfather of Dogecoin or the Doge father. I know uh, there were, there was a big run up there of the price of Dogecoin ahead of his appearance. Talk a little bit about that and sort of what happened in the aftermath of that show. 
Right. So, you know, it's been interesting. Uh, Elon Musk has kind of gotten on board the Dogecoin train, (laughs) I guess, this year. And so there were eyes on, you know, the price of Dogecoin wondering what's going to happen when he's on the show. Are they going to reference Dogecoin? And of course they did on a weekend update sketch. Um, he played like a Dogecoin expert and called himself the you know Doge father and whatnot. And it turned out that during his appearance on SNL, the price took a pretty good hit. So um, if anybody was expecting like a, a bump there because Elon Musk was on SNL, it uh, did not happen for them on Saturday. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of folks were expecting something to happen. I, I full disclosure again, I wasn't watching. Uh, the official NBC live stream. I was watching it via a YouTube live stream from a Dogecoin uh, advocate or booster, and he was talking about it. there was a price. Uh, the 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 price of Dogecoin was listed in the feed. I was kind of watching it again. That's probably why I tuned up fairly quickly. It was getting kind of annoying, but it was interesting. I guess it's one of those things where it's a you know buying the rumor, selling the news. Once the appearance happened, I guess the the excitement over Dogecoin, which we want to be clear, is. Uh, started out as a joke, but is kind of a somewhat legitimate cryptocurrency now. Um, I, I think a lot of the once the appearance happened, a lot of folks were kind of you know done with it. So uh, I wanted to bridge. Uh, this is an awkward transition, but I want to kind of bridge over to another story you wrote about Aaron. That's uh, about this the word of the moment right now, which is Chugi. And I, I'm, I'm wondering what is Chugi, and and can you help explain it? And to answer further to help illustrate, was Elon Musk on SNL Chugi? <laughs> this is a good question. So Chugi, uh, the best sort of shorthand for it, honestly, is the term basic that we've had for a few years now. But Chugi is anything that is slightly off trend, kind of a little bit out of style, not really cool anymore. And the co- the context for a lot of this is things that kind of fall into maybe like millennial style, whatever you might think that is. Um, and so what you might make an argument that the Gen Z hospital sketch that Musk was in on SNL could be considered chuggy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of the, the latest word that we're having to, to deal with from the internet. Yeah, I was, uh, again, that was, my that was my line basically I, after watching the Gen Z sketch, partly because uh, I wasn't sure if it was too hip or if I or if I was just too old. Uh, I was just celebrating my birthday last week, which was yet another. And this skit was another reminder that I am getting way way too old. Um, going talking about like just elaborating further on Chugi, like could you give me some examples of what is or what are Chugi? For sure. So. You know, as this word has kind of bubbled up, you've seen a lot of references to this sort of idea of you know it when you see it. But as far as examples, um, Ugg boots, <laughs> those wooden signs that you get from Target that say like live, laugh, love, you know, the uh, the much maligned pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> the chevron pattern in general. Um, and then there's also stuff like cargo shorts and Axe body spray and uh, some items like that that just, like, it, it's interesting because I don't know that you could really delineate uh, kind of a hard line of, like, what is chuki and what is not. But it's it's it feels like things that 
several years ago would have been perfectly fine and perfectly acceptable and they're just a little bit past their their prime so much like millennials i guess and you know basic is the the comparison you use you know that's thrown out as an insult at this point so is is chuggy meant as an insult or is it more of a description like or is, is it more neutral like how would how would one use chuggy in context? So I think it it kind of depends a little bit. Um, I've seen you know some things from kind of like the 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 young woman who sort of started this term, and there's some people who are saying like you can embrace the chug. Like if you have, <laughs> if you love your UGG boots, love your UGG boots. You know. Um, don't let anybody tell you what to like. Um, but I, but in general, I think a lot of the reaction, you know, particularly from millennials and stuff is if you're realizing that you have some maybe chuggy tendencies or you have something that would be considered chuggy, it's, you know, the, the icy hand of mortality kind of gripping your stomach, <laughs> um, <laughs> So I don't I don't know that you know on the whole anybody really wants to be like yes I'm I'm very chuggy but um, kind of like I was saying at the same time uh, some people out there are trying to embrace the chug. The chug life is is one yeah which is one that really shouldn't we shouldn't be judged for um, and and just lastly uh, kind of going full circle to the whole cryptocurrency aspect now chuggy the word is being sold as an NFT. That's right. So um, the kind of originator of this, I guess, is uh, yeah, putting it up as a an NFT, which is kind of interesting because technically the way that this story goes is that this word sort of came into being in 2013 and kind of the hands of a high school student in Southern California who wanted to, you know, describe this sort of particular feeling or aesthetic or whatever you want to call it. And it's it's been somewhat dormant, or I guess at least existed within this person's friend group since then. Um, and so now to just go even further down the internet rabbit hole, um, she's putting it up as an NFT. So there you go. I mean, that, that just sort of makes sense in today's world that it somehow ended up as an NFT as... Seemingly all things are predetermined for nowadays. So, Aaron, thank you for your time. You can check out her stories on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>